Hi there, I'm James Dapache, and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Team, today we are talking about a trustee company, and that trustee company holds a number of assets on trust. Now the shareholders in the trustee company are our plaintiff brother, the plaintiff's two brothers who are defendants, and our elderly mum, who is the mother of each of the three brothers, plaintiff, two defendants, mum. And uh, the trustee company uh, was trustee of a trust, and the assets of that trust included a business that did auto repair work, and it was operated over a number of years by dad before dad passed away. And so we have ourselves in a scenario after dad passes away, where uh, in dad's stead, the trustee company with its directors being the brothers and mum are uh, continuing to operate the auto repair business. Now, the auto repair business continues to operate until about 2012, when our plaintiff brother walks out and leaves the business and uh, essentially tries to cut ties with it and more or less succeeds in cutting ties with it. And at about this time, sends a letter uh, from the plaintiff brother's lawyers to say, that's it, I'm done, I'm out of the company. I'm not being a part of it. Now, despite the sending of that letter, the brother remains a shareholder and remains a director of the company. Now, years pass and essentially, what our plaintiff brother argues is that this company should be wound up, this trustee company, and it should be wound up pursuant to section 233 of the Corporations Act, or in the alternative, pursuant to section 459 of the Corporations Act. Now, um, that application is brought, and that's what we're talking about today. Now, what the plaintiff son says, the plaintiff brother says, is, hey, the way this trustee company has been operated is oppressive to me. And so he points to a number of examples of what he says the oppression is. So firstly, he says, hey, I've been excluded from management. Secondly, he says, hey, there's this shareholder loan account that I've not been able to take the benefit of and I haven't been paid any dividends. Thirdly, what the brother says is that one of these defendant brothers, one of these other brothers, is actually operating a uh, auto repair business from the premises of the trustee company and not paying rent. And so it's oppressive to me as a shareholder in that trustee company that my brother is operating a business not paying rent to the company. Fourthly, our plaintiff brother says, um, hey, you engaged or you caused the company to enter into this transaction where it turned out the other side was a fraudster and the company was tricked out of about $820,000. So our plaintiff brother said that was oppressive. And then finally, plaintiff brother says, the trustee company owns a holiday house that all the other brothers are staying in rent-free and I'm not staying in rent-free. And so that is also oppressive. Now, importantly, what the plaintiff brother says is says each of these things is oppressive and should ground an order for the winding up of the company. Now, you might remember that we speak about corporate oppression from time to time in Section 233. And Section 233 of the Corporations Act allows a number of different types of remedies. One of those remedies that's very common is a share sale, right? You and I are shareholders, we're in dispute, and a court might say, all right, James, you have to buy out at your interest at a certain valuation fixed by the court. 
So that way the company continues to run and employ people and be in contracts and that sort of thing. So that's a good outcome. And it's just the shareholding that's changed. A more extreme version of the relief is to wind up the company to appoint a liquidator um, to you know, call in the assets, pay out the debts and deregister the company. Now that's quite an extreme form of relief. And it was that extreme form of relief that our plaintiff was pressing for today. Now, reading between the lines, let's have a quick think about why that might be. Remember that the company is a trustee company. And what that means is that the assets it holds legally are held on behalf of others. So it has legal ownership, but not beneficial ownership of the assets, including this uh, holiday home and including the real property that uh, Defendant Brothers running their business on. So that means that the shares, each of the four shares for brother, 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 mum uh, in the trustee company are worth about a dollar each. And so our plaintiff brother does not want to order a share sale because he doesn't want the court to say, great, yep, you pay a dollar <laughs> and sell your share. The brother wants to wind up the trustee company and essentially disassemble or take his slice, as it were, from this uh, trust structure. Now, because uh, the way you deal with winding up trust involves appointing a receiver to the assets of the trust, there's this question about um, whether, as you read the judgment, this isn't necessarily uh, raised explicitly, but there's this question about, well, wouldn't you need to appoint a receiver to the trust assets in order to call them in and distribute them out? That issue doesn't really arise for reasons we're going to get to. Now, one of the reasons possibly plaintiff brother does not really come to grips with this issue is because plaintiff brother uh, puts forward some accounting expert evidence. And what that accounting expert evidence does is value brother's one quarter share in the company on the basis that it is worth one quarter of the assets of the trust. Now, um, any reasonably good lawyer will say, that's wrong. Uh, and indeed, um, that is what the judge, who you can take my word for it, is at least a reasonably good lawyer, um, <laughs> particularly her honour in this case, um, with the greatest of respect, uh, quickly realises this issue and points to it being a fundamental flaw because the value of uh, X percent, 25% in this case, share in a trustee company is not equal to the value of 25% of the assets of the trust. And so the court has this accounting evidence before it that essentially is of no assistance because it's not based on any solid legal foundation. So any accounting or valuation evidence pff, goes out the window and is of very little help to the court. And uh, it is perhaps for this reason, if we lean back to our earlier issue, that the plaintiff is pressing to wind up the company, wind it up, wind it up, uh, rather than sell his share for a dollar or on some basis that his accounting evidence turns out to be of no value in relation to. So let's get to what the court finds about oppression. So remember the exclusion from management? Well, what the court says is in 2012, you walked out and you even caused your letters to send a letter, to send a letter saying we're severing ties, we're cutting ties. And so it was your election to exclude yourself from management. And indeed, you've already said you're not willing to go back and re-engage with management of the company because you've said, plaintiff brother, um, oh, if I re-engage with the company, I'd have to work for my other brother for free. And there's no real foundation for this strange assumption by plaintiff brother. But essentially, plaintiff brother's unwilling to re-engage with the management. So the court says, well, uh, you stepped out uh, and uh, you know, you've been invited back and 
you've said no to that invitation and so your exclusion from management is not sufficient to ground an oppression application. Secondly, the dividends and loan account position. Well, as we know, the company itself is worth $4, four $1 shares, as it were. Uh, and so the payment of dividends doesn't really arise as an issue. And the loan account that forms part of the trust just continued to be dealt with as it had previously. And indeed, as was disclosed in company papers that plaintiff brother had seen and signed off on over the years. And indeed, many of those papers, sorry, many of those payments related to the care for the elderly mother of each of the three brothers. So it didn't necessarily reflect extremely well on plaintiff brother that was raising this. And in any case, the position was found not to be oppressive. Now, the fraudulent transaction. Essentially, the court said, uh, it is not oppressive conduct for a company to be the victim of a fraud. And I think you and I can agree that's a fairly straightforward position with the greatest of respect. In relation to the rent-free occupation of the trustee company's premises by one of the defendant brothers, um, the court said, yes, superficially, this is a question to be raised, um, but uh, don't forget, plaintiff brother, you kept your racing cars in the trustee's property rent-free for a number of years. And even if it were found to be oppressive, that uh, defendant brother was keeping some of his, or the entirety of his auto repair business on company property, the remedy the court would offer would not be a wind up of the entire company. It'd be something like a direction to charge rent <laughs> to the brother. So even if that was found to be oppressive, it doesn't found an order to wind up the company. And in relation to the holiday house, the court defined this issue as trivial uh, and set out that access to the holiday house could obviously be controlled by the trustee and that was within its powers. So what we find is that plaintiff brother in pressing for this wind up relief as a result of uh, these various things he complained of failed in his entirety in relation to corporate oppression. He also raised the just and equitable wind up question uh, and failed on that basis, section 461. I think I said 459 before, uh, but that's because I'm very old and going mad and decrepit already, which is disappointing, but that's, uh, that's how things happen. Uh, and the plaintiff brother also uh, went down on, yes, that's right, corporate oppression, those two limbs. Hope that discussion, as confused as it got there for a moment, assisted you, and I look forward to speaking again soon over another coffee and in respect of another case note. Cheers.